Welcome to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, your premier resource for buying, owning, and investing in Winnipeg's real estate market. And now, here's your host, Adrian Schultz, who loves all things real estate, property management, and mortgage financing. I'm joined today by Stuart Elston on the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. Now, Stuart, uh, you are, of course, a realtor, but you're also very involved in the industry and the real estate community as a whole. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you're involved? Yes. Um, I guess I uh, was first licensed as a realtor in 1987, and I didn't get into organized or involved with organized real estate until 2011. But I've been a volunteer either, well, actually on the Winnipeg Real Estate Board on different committees since 2011, served as their president in 2016, and have been on the uh, Manitoba Real Estate Board since 2017, and I'm serving as the 2021 president of the Manitoba Real Estate Association. I'm also an alternate broker with the Powell Property Group. That's the brokerage I'm with. Now... You are, of course, a full-service agent, um, but a good portion of your business is condominiums, and that's what I'm hoping to speak with you today about. So my, my first question for you is, for whom is condominium living ideal and why? Ideally, condominium living is, I guess it's a great start for, for younger people that are wanting to get into the real estate market and maybe they can't afford a single family home or maybe at the stage of life they're at, they're not ready for a home and the responsibilities that come with it. So condominium living is an ideal place for a younger person to start and, and start building equity. Also, on the other end of the scale, uh, I would say that empty nesters and people who are downsizing from the big home are ideal candidates for condo living as well. In between where you've got people that, that have growing families, they tend to, to be more in single family homes. But condos are ideal for people either entering the market or downsizing. Hmm, interesting. What's the primary difference to consider when buying a condominium versus a single family home? Well, with the condominium, you do have condo fees that go along with it. So, you know, on, on top of your PIT, your, your mortgage and your property taxes, you have a condo fee as well. But generally, you're provided some services for that condo fee. They usually include your, your water is included. Sometimes your, your cable TV is included. Depending on the, the complex you're in, there can be an exercise room. There can be a lounge for the owners to use, different facilities like that. In a single-family home, you, you know, generally you have a backyard, you have a, a basement, you, you can have rec room space, and you have more responsibilities, I think, that come along with a single-family home in terms of potential repairs and upkeep. Now, you mentioned condo fees and and what is included with them. I think it, it's noteworthy to point out that condominium fees are simply the proportionate share of the cost of operation of the property. There's no profit margin in condominium fees. They are a direct result with the hard costs associated with uh, operating the building. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and the condo fee, you could even split it further. The, the condo fee can be split into 
the amount that goes into the reserve fund, because every condo corporation has to have a reserve fund, and then the operating balance, which you were speaking of. So the reserve fund is there in case, like if you're in a building with elevators, just using an example, and say after 20 years, the elevators need to be replaced, the money should be in the reserve fund to do that kind of work. So they all have reserve funds. So, you know, when when you get your documents, if you're buying a condo, you can see how much of your fee is towards the operating side of it and how much goes into the reserve fund every month. Now, the Condominium Act in Manitoba has evolved over the years, and it's probably, it's worth saying that it is probably safer now than it was in previous years to buy condominium because things like the Reserve Fund Study are now mandatory, right? Yeah, in in 2015, the the government, provincial government rewrote the legislation. And another big change, uh, well, the reserve funds are very important. I've actually shown clients condos and we we look, I, I look at the reserve fund and if it's an older building with a small reserve fund, I, I have, uh, you know, we look at the study and you can see in coming years, there's going to be a shortfall. I have actually uh, advised clients, um, you know, maybe that's not such a good place to buy because there's issues coming up. So it's very important for people buying to go through the documents they receive. And that's another piece of the the legislation that was changed in 2015. Used to be you got the documents once once the deal was accepted and you had 48 hours in which to review them. And in 2015, the government changed that to seven days. They call it the cooling off period. So you now have a seven-day cooling off period. And in that seven days, it's very important that you either review the documents yourself or get your lawyer to look at them and make sure that there's no surprises in there. That's why you're given the documents. With so many options, what should people look for in a condominium, perhaps old versus new? Well, you know, a newer building may have more amenities than an older building does. Uh, You know, it it depends, again, on price and and where you fall in in terms of what you want to spend. You can get a one-bedroom condo, a two- or a three-bedroom condo. You can get a building with with elevators. You can get a, a like a three or four story. Well, not a four story, but you can get a three story walk up where there are no elevators. There's no underground parking. Some buildings have underground parking. They have pool facilities. Uh, the more amenities a, a complex has, generally, the higher the condo fee. So that's another thing to consider: is you know where do you want to fall in in terms of what your budget will allow you to pay. Are there any risks associated with buying a condominium? Well, yes. As with buying any real estate, there is. With buying a condo, you really want to take a very careful look, as as we've already discussed, at the reserve fund study. Because if there's any shortfalls, it will indicate there that there's work to be done, uh, like the exterior of the building needs to be recladded, for example, is a good one where there, <laughs> that's actually a case in Winnipeg. I'm, I'm not going to say which building, but w- when there's major work needs to be done in a condo and there is not enough money in the reserve fund, what the condo board will do in order to make ends meet is they'll levy a special assessment against all the owners in the building. So each owner, you know, if there's a $100,000 shortfall and there's 20 owners, each, each owner may get a $5,000 bill to complete the work that needs to be done. So 
there's no guarantee. Same as owning a single family home, you can get surprises. You never know. But at least with a condo, you've been given the reserve fund study that outlines all the work that needs to be done in the in the foreseeable future. And you need to study that to make sure there's no surprises. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's very good advice. You mentioned that you were originally uh, licensed in the 80s and then uh, left a little bit and have come back. You obviously have a love for real estate. What do you love about Winnipeg real estate? You know, um, I enjoy the business. I enjoy working with all my clients. It's always very rewarding uh, and exciting to see someone, you know, buy a house that they're really excited about and they want or or to sell their house in a way that uh, that works for them. It, it's a fun business to be in. And I, I also have to say that in the last 10 years, being involved in organized real estate, if you will, being on the um, serving on the Winnipeg Realtors Board and now on the Manitoba Board, it's given me the opportunity to meet a lot of my peer group that I wouldn't otherwise know. And it's also a learning experience. I've learned a lot along the way, but it's great because as, as a realtor, when, when you're conducting a transaction, you will talk to the other realtor involved. You often don't meet face-to-face or you rarely meet face-to-face. Uh, you drop paperwork off for each other, you email and it gets done. And it's it's not every day that you meet your peer group. So being involved at the at the board level and serving on committees is a great way to get to know your peer group and feel more comfortable in the business while getting to know people and while learning. You're with a fiercely independent and well-respected brokerage called Powell Property Group. Can you perhaps enlighten us to what is different between dealing with a, a major brand brokerage versus a boutique private brokerage like yours? Well, the, the, the major brands or franchises, every brokerage model has its place in the market. There's no question. And uh, a lot of people are more comfortable with the, with the larger franchise operations because they offer a lot of services from A to Z, you know, marketing and all kinds of things that they will do for you, where when you're at a smaller brokerage, you have to do all those things on your own if you want them done. There's no one there to do them for you. So again, it's a cost versus benefit. I When I first started in the, in the business, Back in the late 80s, I joined, I, I first came in, I joined Royal LePage because I had heard that Royal LePage had a very good training program. And in fact, they did. And it was a great place to be to start. And over the years, I've changed brokerages or companies a few times. You know, it depends what you're looking for at the time as an agent. I think it's good long-term relationships are what prevail regardless of brand. Yes, no question. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to be on this episode of I Love Winnipeg Real Estate. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Please do tell us, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, The best way would be to phone me. It's area code 204-781-9999. And I'm looking at your picture online right now at Stuart Elston. Yes. Thanks again, Stuart. Have a great day. Thanks very much, Adrian. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at ilovewinnipegrealestate.ca. 